means we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America. Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the February 13th edition of the Sunny Side of Sports. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35 to in a thrilling Super Bowl of American-style professional football. The game was played Sunday night near the western U.S. city of Phoenix, Arizona. We have Super Bowl reports from the AP's Greg Eklund and George Tanner. And Greg kicks things off. Harrison Butker kicked the game-winning field goal from 27 yards out with 8 seconds left of the game. And the Kansas City Chiefs edged the Philadelphia Eagles in Super Bowl 57, 38-35. After a Super Bowl loss to Tampa Bay two years ago and losing in the AFC Championship last year, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes was named the Super Bowl MVP. I appreciate it because of the failures. I mean, the failure of losing the Super Bowl and, and losing the AFC Championship game, it may, gives you a greater appreciation to be standing here as a champion. Um, and uh, luckily, I'm going to Disneyland now, so I have Disney World and Disneyland crossed off, and Delta makes some more parks so I can go around everywhere and do a world tour. Mahomes threw for three touchdowns and 182 yards while using nine different receivers. Mahomes had a 26-yard run to set up the winning field goal. Greg Eklund, Phoenix. Thanks, Greg. With another Super Bowl report, here's the AP's George Tanner. Patrick Mahomes threw three touchdown passes, two in the fourth quarter, as KC bounced back from a 10-point deficit to win their second Super Bowl in four years and defeat the Eagles 38-35. The difference, Harrison Mutker's kicked a 27-yard field goal with eight seconds left to give the Chiefs the win. Eagles defensive end Brandon Graham disappointed the way the team played down the stretch. It sucked that we couldn't get off the field or, you know, make a stop, you know, for the offense because offense, you know, put us in position. And, um, you know, we just just got it. They got us in the end, man, and um, all credit go to Kansas City. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts tied the Super Bowl record with three rushing touchdowns. George Taylor, Glendale. Thanks, George. The Super Bowl halftime entertainment was provided by Rihanna. We'll hear a snippet now of her song, Diamonds. That's Rihanna with the Super Bowl halftime entertainment on Sunday night. Before the game kicked off, the Star Spangled Banner was sung by country music star Chris Stapleton. So 
That's Chris Stapleton, who sang the national anthem before Super Bowl forty-seven on Sunday night. Spain's Real Madrid defeated Saudi Arabia's Al-Hilal 5-3 on Saturday to lift the FIFA Club World Cup trophy in Morocco. For reaction, Iron Mike Mbonye called Casablanca, Morocco, where he reached an online editor for Kenya's nation media group, David Kualimwa. The mood here has been electric. Uh, Morocco, remember, refers to herself as the home of African football. Uh, this coming in the wake of her exploits at the 2020 FIFA World Cup in uh, Qatar. You may remember the athletes reached the semi-final following wins over Canada, Spain, Portugal, and Belgium at, uh, at the FIFA World Cup in November 2022. And the mood uh, from that uh, shows that uh, the Moroccans now uh, believe they are among the best of the best uh, in terms of football. Uh, the success has spilled over, of course, to the club side here uh, with Vidad uh, Casablanca. Uh, winning the African Champions League, uh, while FAR Rabah uh, claimed the Confederation Cup. So it's been a period of success for Moroccan uh, football. Uh, and despite Vaidad uh, Casablanca losing to Saudi Arabia's Al-Hilal in round two of this tournament earlier on, uh, Moroccans have still enjoyed the party and filled up the stadiums uh, in the semi-final matches between Al-Ahli of Egypt and Real Madrid of Spain, uh, as well as uh, Flamengo uh, from Brazil when uh, uh, they uh, surprisingly lost to Al-Hilal of Saudi Arabia in the other semi-final. Plus, when Real Madrid thrashed Al-Hilal, uh, Moroccans have come in with large numbers. Of course, there have been pockets of uh, uh, Madrid fans flying in, um, uh, Real Madrid fla- fans flying in from Spain. Remember, Spain is just two hours away from Casablanca uh, to watch some of the matches. But that said, uh, Moroccans have really come to the party in this tournament and made it a wild, wild success. From your observations, do you think Morocco can host the 2025 AFCON and 2030 FIFA World Cup? I believe uh, Morocco can successfully host uh, the 2025 Africa Cup of Nations uh, as well as the 2030 World Cup if uh, the preparations uh, for hosting the 2022 FIFA Club World Cup uh, are to be considered. Uh, The matches of the uh, 2022 FIFA Club World Cup uh, were hosted in uh, Rabat, uh, which is uh, Morocco's political capital, alongside Tangier. And uh, everything, including logistics, uh, state of the stadiums, uh, security and infrastructure, uh, such as the hotels, have been top-notch. Uh, I have also had an opportunity to visit other cities here in Morocco, including Marrakesh, uh, Casablanca, where I was residing, uh, Fez, uh, Agadir, and can confirm that Morocco has uh, some wonderful stadiums uh, that can host some international uh, tournaments. Uh, if the passion uh, from the fans, uh, Football Association, and the government led by King Mohammed V uh, is anything to go by. I remember Morocco is also one of the biggest economies in Africa, I think the fourth or fifth uh, biggest economy in Africa. So uh, they have the resources to pull together and host uh, these events, of course. Again, uh, the FIFA Club World Cup is nothing compared to the World Cup, but uh, wherever you go here, you can see the potential uh, from the Moroccans to pull off uh, and host the World Cup. Of course, uh, the country is ready to host the 
Africa Cup of Nations, they've done it before. But the FIFA World Cup, I think Morocco can successfully host it and become the second uh, African country after South Africa to do so. David, are Moroccan fans still talking about the exploits of the Atlas Lions at the FIFA World Cup in Qatar? Moroccan fans are not only talking about their exploits at uh, the FIFA World Cup of, uh, of the national team. Uh, Moroccan fans are reminiscing and uh, just uh, uh, celebrating what the national team managed to achieve at the World Cup. Everywhere you go in town, you see photos uh, of uh, the national team heroes plastered all over the billboards and in stadiums. The national team players uh, and especially at uh, the right back Hashiraf and uh, uh, Chelsea winger uh, Ziyech have also landed several endorsement deals and you can see them uh, branding or promoting several brands uh, all over uh, Casablanca and Marrakesh and Rabat. So uh, the fans are really uh, happy. You can see most of them still wear Morocco's replica jerseys uh, or merchandise over the weekend and are happy to discuss how uh, the national team became the first ever African team to make it to the semi-finals uh, of the FIFA World Cup. Remember Morocco having a very, very impressive uh, run in that tournament, celebrating Africa and showing what African uh, football is made up of. So yes, uh, Morocco have really uh, uh, been in a position to reveal in that uh, uh, success, but they have not sat on their laurels, uh, Morocco. Uh, the national team and the fans believe the team can go one better. They believe Moroccan football can dominate world football in the, in the considerable future. And the plans are underway, preparations are underway to ensure that that happens. That's David Kwalimwa, an online editor with Kenya's Nation Media Group. And David spoke with Iron Mike Mbonye on the telephone from Casablanca, Morocco. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Prince Nesta joins us now with a look at some of the weekend highlights in the major European club football leagues. Sporty greetings, Prince. Sporty greetings to you too, Sonny. Algerian talisman re-admirers L.K. Gundogan and Rodri all registered their names on the score sheet to help second-place Manchester City secure a 3-1 win over Aston Villa at the Etihad Stadium. Only Watkins called the visitors' consolation goal. City manager Pep Guardiola assessed his team's performance. We think in general a really good game. Second half better than the first one. Uh, it was, we could press high better. We had just something in the first half. I didn't like it. And uh, the second half was, was better. Unfortunately, we consider goal avoidable again. And our mistake, we have to protect in any circumstances. It doesn't matter where. Just in case we lose the ball, still we're not doing this. But in general, uh, every set pieces um, had the feeling that we can score, and and in general it was a yeah really good game. So happy for that, and and after, of course, the team who is above of us and the people is in level with us or behind us or draw points. That's why it's important to take this 
finally this opportunity to that's Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola sharing thoughts on his team's victory against Aston Villa in the Premier League. League leaders Arsenal dropped more points in the Premier League title race after securing a one-all draw against Brentford at the Emirates Stadium. Substitute Leandro Trossard scored his first goal for the Gunners in the second half before Ivan Tony slotted home the equaliser in the 74th minute. Arsenal manager Mikel Ateta shared his thoughts on the match. A really difficult game. Obviously, we knew that. Uh, it's not a coincidence and credit to them for the way they play, the way they compete in every single ball. But um, I thought we were really dominant in the game. Um, we grew up in the game. We had better and better moments. We scored the goal. It was probably against the super low blow that they had the most difficult thing to do. And after that, just disappointment because we knew that they were going to throw everything at you with direct play, restarts of play, set pieces and take the game to that roller coaster that they want to take you. Uh, and then you apply certain principles in your defending um, units because you know there are certain rules that you cannot do or you know you are offside, but apparently they weren't applied. That's Arsenal manager Mikael Ateta assessing his team's performance against Brentford in the Premier League. English striker Marcus Rashford and substitute Alejandro Garnacho both netted to help third-place Manchester United beat Leeds United 2-0 in a fierce match played at Elland Road. Rashford has now scored 13 goals in 15 Manchester United appearances since the 2022 World Cup. He is United's tactician Eric Ten Hag's assessment of his team's performance. Our pass accuracy was not that good. I think our players had better skills than make so many passing mistakes um, and then you don't get composure in the game, you don't get calmness in the game, so we were too hectic to go too quickly vertical to bring the extra pass or to switch plate and the moment yeah, we did it, the goal we straight score That's Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag sharing his thoughts on his team's victory against Leeds United in the Premier League. Chelsea's new signing Joao Felix called to help Chelsea secure one all draw against West Ham. The Blues are currently ninth in the standings and have managed to secure victory in just one out of their past eight games in all competitions. Blues manager Graham Potter shared his thoughts on the match. Um, I thought that you could see um, positives in the performance, especially in the first half. It was a step forward for us in terms of the previous game. Um, and uh, lots to go forward with. We're in a process where we're getting guys up to speed and we're getting guys um, match minutes, so the ability to be able to sustain what we want to do is the challenge for us. But um, there are positives in the game. But these are the little things that you need to go in your, you know, your favour and um, at the moment they're not, so that's, that's, that's life. Nothing to complain about there. It's just... We have to keep uh, keep working. Um, like I said, there were positives in terms of uh, how we wanted to play today, and um, you know some good attacking moments with players that are again adapting to the Premier League. So that's where we're at. Um, so we just have to keep moving forward. That's Chelsea manager Graham Potter assessing his team's performance against West Ham in the Premier League. Nigerian forward Kelechi Ihenacho scored a goal and bagged an assist to help Leicester City earn a 4-1 win against Tottenham at the King Power Stadium. The Super Eagles striker has so far netted three goals and recorded four assists in 16 appearances for the Foxes. Spurs assistant manager Christian Stellini assessed his team's loss. After we scored the first goal, we we turn off, and uh, in this uh, in this league, uh, you cannot turn off. 
and you have to be consistent in all uh, the part of the game and we struggle a lot after after the first goal and we are disappointing for that not an explanation uh, like uh, uh, because if you know what happened you you can change this but uh, happened also last season after we beat man city we we've lost uh, in barley and to be consistent is a long process it's not because it's a mental process is a you have to to be better mentally you have to be better in the approach today the approach was not bad but after we score we scored the goal uh, something changed that's Pansi's assistant manager Christian Cellini sharing his thoughts on his team's performance against Leicester in the Premier League. Moving on to the French League, French striker of Tunisian descent Wissam Benyadeh bagged the breast with Russian midfielder Alexandra Golovin adding another to help Monaco cruise to a 3-1 win against PSG. The Parisians remain top of the table, five points ahead of second place Marseille, who beat Clermont 2-0. Canadian striker of Haitian descent Jonathan and David scored twice as 5th place Lille beat Strasbourg 2-0. Alexandre Lacazette and French striker of Algerian descent Ryan Cherokee also scored to propel Lyon to a 2-1 win against Lens. Meanwhile, Federico Valvari, Vinicius Jr. and French striker of Algerian descent Karim Benzema all registered their names on the score sheet to ensure Real Madrid secured a 5-3 win against Saudi Arabia's Al-Hilal in a thrilling club World Cup final played in Rabamo Morocco. The Los Blancos have now won a combined total of eight global titles, which include three intercontinental cup trophies. Reporting for the sunny side of sports, I'm Prince Nestor. I'm VOA Sunny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Kenya's only ice hockey team, nicknamed the Ice Lions, says it's hungry for success despite having only one skating rink and little international experience. VOA's Gwen Uten tells us more. Sporty greetings, Gwen! Sporty greetings, Sonny. When you think of Kenya's warm, tropical climate, you wouldn't expect the country to produce athletes in ice hockey, a winter sport not commonly played in Africa. Well, 28-year-old Kenyan architect Benjamin Mburu hopes to change that as captain of Kenya's first and only national ice hockey team. His passion for the sport began playing street hockey on pavements and rooftops in his hometown Kikuyu, located northwest of the Kenyan capital Nairobi. And Mburu tells Reuters News his friends convinced him to swap his rollerblades for a pair of skates. My journey to playing ice hockey started when I joined college. Uh, I rollerbladed first, then uh, I played inline hockey. And then one day a few of my friends invited me to go play ice hockey and uh, that was the beginning of this very beautiful journey. His beautiful journey into ice hockey attracted enough attention and interest for Mburu to form a team called the Kenya Ice Lions. And he says the team organized games between themselves with the help of volunteer coaches and several online tutorials. As a nice hockey player, uh, knowing that I don't have enough ice time to train and the exposure is not really as good as compared to abroad, uh, mostly I resort to 
There's assistance from some of our coaches who are all volunteers. They are experts who live in Nairobi and uh, work in Nairobi. But also there's, we, we learn from online sites. There are online coaching tutorials. And also now for the training, we sometimes resolve to inline hockey, which is more or less similar to ice hockey. And that way we get to learn more, stick handling, how to move the ball, how to move the puck, how to position yourself. The Ice Lions practice their skills at the Solar Ice Rink in Nairobi, the only rink of its kind in East and Central Africa. But if the facility is not available, they put in the hard work on streets and rooftops to make up for lost time on the ice. Equipment is hard to come by in Kenya, so the team relies on donations to help pay shipping costs for their ice hockey gear. Coaches are difficult to find as well, but luckily the Ice Lions found one in Tim Colby, a 59-year-old Canadian expatriate who says his team is hungry for success. When I coach here, I realize the kids pick it up faster. They're a little bit hungrier. They want to succeed. They want to try this new sport. And, you know, if we have 40 or 50 people playing ice hockey, they're one of 40 or 50 people in a country of 40-plus million. So it's very special. They're very unique. The Ice Lions have competed in friendly matches against teams from the United States and Canada. They came just short of winning the Kenya Ice Hockey League Friendship Tournament title in January, losing 9-4 to American team Hal Cheetahs in the tournament final. But Friendship League champion Michael Batinger says playing against the Ice Lions was tough. Uh, They're fast, right? So uh, training at elevation here in Nairobi, Uh, really goes to show because their lungs and their legs are constant. We really had to game plan uh, to put as many goals and as much offense in the first half of the game because in the second half, we're tired, but they're still going. And like the Ice Lions, the sport of ice hockey is also gaining momentum in Kenya and across Africa. It's currently played in five other African countries, South Africa, Morocco, Algeria, Egypt, and Tunisia. And Ice Lions team captain Benjamin Mburu says his next dream is to one day see Kenya join South Africa and Morocco as members of the International Ice Hockey Federation. And that That is all from me, Sonny. Back over to you. Thanks, Gwen. That's my VOA colleague, Gwen Uten. And skate on, Ice Lions of Kenya. Follow the sunny side of sports on Facebook, Twitter, and at voaafrica.com. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. My Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. And if you go to voaafrica.com, you can listen online to the sunny side of sports and other VOA programs. Check out voaafrica.com. Let's give a sunny side of sports birthday salute to Hall of Fame basketball coach Mike Shashevsky, who is celebrating his 76th birthday 
on this Monday. Coach K had an illustrious career at Duke University based in North Carolina. Coach K was the head coach at Duke from 1980 to 2022. He led the team to five national championships. And as head coach of the USA's Olympic team, Coach K guided the American squad to gold medals at the 2008 Beijing Olympics, the 2012 London Olympics, and the 2016 Rio de Janeiro Olympics. Happy 76th birthday to Mike Krzyzewski, one of the greatest basketball coaches of all time. Pro Basketball. The Boston Celtics won their NBA-leading 41st game of the season on Super Bowl Sunday. The Celtics beat the visiting Memphis Grizzlies 119-109. The AP's Dave Ferry tells us more. The Celtics relied on their depth to beat the Grizzlies 119-109. Jalen Brown was out again, and Jason Tatum had just 16 points on 3 of 16 shooting. But Derek White delivered a team-high 23 points. Just tell myself that before every game, just bring the energy and then um, make shots, miss shots, just make the right play. Sam Hauser tied a career high with six three-pointers while scoring 20 points. White scored six points in a 16-7 run that put the Celtics ahead by 10 with about four minutes to play. Al Horford contributed 16 points to Boston's fourth straight win. John Moran had 25 points, seven assists, and six rebounds for Memphis. I'm Dave Ferry. Thanks, Dave. In the only other NBA game on Sunday, the Toronto Raptors edged the Detroit Pistons 119-118. to Fred Van Vliet led the Raptors with 35 points, and Cameroonian star Pascal Siakam added 28 points Toronto edged Detroit for its fourth win in the past five games. There was some talk that Siakam might be traded ahead of the uh, NBA trading deadline last week, but he's still with the Raptors. More NBA news. New Orleans Pelicans all-star forward Zion Williamson aggravated his previously injured right hamstring That extends the timeline for his return to the basketball court to multiple weeks past the All-Star break, in the words of Pelicans basketball operations chief David Griffin. Zion is averaging 26 points a game this season for the Pelicans. Hi, this is Larry London, the host of VOA's Border Crossings, where we feature music and interviews along with your favorite artists from around the world. Tune in and interact live with us here in Washington, D.C. Hello, Shirin. Hello, Larry. How are you? Good. How are you tonight? Border Crossings comes to you Monday through Friday at 1500 UTC GMT. Thanks, Larry. That's Larry London, a man who's always ready to cross musical borders. I encourage our sunny side of sports listeners to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. 
My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. Once again, that address, facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. And my Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. Once again, my Twitter handle, at VOA Sunny Sports. Finally, Sunday's Super Bowl between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles took place near Phoenix, Arizona. And it's also where a top golf tournament was held over the weekend, the Phoenix Open. American Scotty Scheffler successfully defended his Phoenix Open title on Sunday. And as a result, Scotty regained the number one spot in the world rankings. One other professional golf note, South Africa's Aki Stridham shot a nine under par 63 to win the Singapore Classic over the weekend. Congratulations to Aki. I like that name, Aki. Aki winning at the Singapore Open. And that wraps up the February 13th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm VOA's Sunny Young in Washington. And that's the sunny side of sports. (laughs) 